I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Friday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today, we are talking with AC Brown. AC is a psychic channel, voice of truth, and spiritual guide to creatives, public figures, entrepreneurs. Her work is dedicated to illuminating the psychic, intuitive, and divine talents within you while inspiring you to consciously claim them and reroute your life in a way that feels lighter and more empowered all at once. I am also a really big fan of AC and kind of stalk her work online. So I'm really excited that she's here. AC, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited. Me too. I, I told AC before we got on, like, I have a total parasocial relationship with her. Like, I feel like we've known each other, even though we're just, I just follow her on Instagram. And that is yeah. how I feel as well about you. So <laughs> it is all good. I mean, now we do. Um, so, Izzy, you know we start with Rosebud and Thorn. What are yours today? Oh, I guess my Rosebud today is that my computer is still working. Um, yay. <laughs> um, I I used to have a products-based business, and um, my I had a MacBook Pro that had lasted me for seven years. And then during a year where my products-based business got some um, really great publicity in Health Magazine one year. I was very, very busy and it shut down right in the middle of like Christmas season. And so my mom, she just had to get me just like this nice little, like, she's like, all right, I'm just going to go on HSN and get you anything. And so that's what she got me. And I've been using that for years, but now it's like, not working. And so um, it, you know, it's, it works. Um, but I got a new, I ordered a new computer and it's, you know, not here yet. And I'm just like, I just need you to last me another week until I move. And then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my rose. Yeah. But <laughs> I, love um, I was like, this is coming with a story. Like my computer is still working. Yes. Yeah. It's on a wing and a Aww. prayer. And I love it. My thorn is probably, I mean, my bud is probably um, moving and not in a bad way, but just in a, you know, you have to go through things and eliminate and give away and you don't realize how much you accumulate. So that's that bud for me. And what about your thorn? Um, <sighs> Um, I would say that the thorn is letting go and surrendering to moving to a new location. Um, I'm having a lot of anxiety around it, even though I'm going to be closer to family. Um, it is something that is very different. So I'm moving to a new location, um, an area that I actually love, um, but it is going to be new. So that's going to be something that I'm, you know, have to figure out and navigate. And well, can we ask what your Enneagram type is? Yes. I am a five wing four. Sweet. So all of this, like, there's a lot of energy being exported right now. Yeah. <laughs> a whole lot. I haven't been sleeping. I'm barely eating properly. It's a lot going on. Like I had cake for dinner um, last night. That's what I ate. So, okay, but like, what kind of cake? It was like a. It wasn't that good. It was like a chocolate. 
like a dark chocolate kind of cake. It just wasn't high quality cake. Like it wasn't like it wasn't the one. Yeah, it wasn't. It was from like a chain place. It wasn't that good. It wasn't that good. Oh, but I ate it though. I'm sorry. It was not. It wasn't good. Oh. <laughs> um. Okay. So we we know you had a product based business. How? Tell me your journey. Like, how did you get to doing what you're doing now? Well, I've always been doing what I'm doing now since I was in. Mm-hmm like school and in high school I would be you know giving people advice and readings like at homeroom um and you know people have their you know how you have your you think you're in you know the boyfriend or the girlfriend who you're going to be with forever and you're like oh my god he's not going to prom with me what do I do and so I was like helping people navigate their high school years um Um, so that was fun. Um, but this is just something, you know, my family is, my mother's side of the family is from the South. And so, you know, in the South, you hear that whole, oh, you know, they have the gift or she has the gift or he has the gift. So that's just been something that has always been with me. And I always knew that I would do spiritual work or spirituality work. So, but I just didn't know what it would be. At the time, I knew that I could see, you know, I'm clairvoyant. I knew all of those things I could see and I could hear. I knew that my grandmother knew that from a very, very young age. I just didn't know what that was going to be. And then I started getting into a lot of self development and personal development when I was in high school um, and in junior high, you know, Tony Robbins books and, you know, Ian Levan Zant and I would be, you know, Les Brown, all of these people. I'm like, oh, okay, this is okay. I can, maybe that's what I'm doing. And then as I got older and infusing it with my spiritual talents, my spiritual gifts, uh, I decided to get a coaching certification. I was like, oh, okay, this is fun. This is I can help people do that and mask it through coaching instead of calling myself a psychic channel. That's, you know, because back then it just wasn't acceptable. And um, even now, sometimes people still have, you know, challenges with it, but it's becoming a lot more um, mainstream, meaning that um, I think the New York Times did an article about many people starting to seek out spiritual help um, instead of regular traditional help. And so as I started growing more within myself, I started being more comfortable saying, no, I'm psychic. You know, I was holding that intuitive uh, word for such a long time, Um, you know, and like, oh, I'm intuitive. You know, everyone is psychic. Everyone's intuitive. But I was like holding on to that because I didn't want to be outcast or shunned kind of thing. And I said, you know what? I'm psychic. I'm a psychic channel. I channel information. I channel with my guides. This is what I do. And during that time, I had also, you know, tapped into, I was always into astrology, always into numerology. And then I tapped into human design and that just kind of opened up a little bit more for myself. And so it became, I like to say that those modalities are sort of like the baseline for the work that I do in the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. So Human design is kind of what we're here to discuss today. And I'm curious, like when you found it, what re- what made it, like, I want to say sing to you, like what made it stand out to you to the point where you're like, I want to go deeper into this? Well, when I found out about it, which was almost 11 years ago now. Um, so I've been doing this work for about 11 years. Well, I'll say 10 because the first year was like, 
what is this? What's wrong with me? How do I make this work? It was all of those things. And so I was at a, I was at it. I was at one time I had a photography business and I was interning at a commercial photographer's um, studio and the makeup artist there, she was like a super yogi. She had just finished a 30 day yoga kind of experience where she did yoga for every day for 30 days. And she was a vegan and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And she was actually friends with Brad from Brad's kale chips, like that kind of thing. Um, so <laughs> yeah, that's a little tidbit. And so she was telling me, she was like, yeah, there's this thing called human design. I'm a manifesting generator. And that means I can manifest. And she's going over this stuff. And I was just like, oh yeah, it sounds, oh no, I'm a manifester because just, you know, a few years ago I had, you know, when the secret was going around, I had watched that video and I was like, yeah, I'm a manifester. I manifest mm -hmm. things. And that's, I was in, she's like, yeah, just, you know, here's the link, you know, put in your birth information and then it'll tell you what you are. And then I did that. And it was like, you're a projector. I was like, what? I was like, excuse mm. me. I was like, what does this mean? <laughs> I was, and then I'm reading it. I was like, I don't wait for anything. I go out and I do mm. things and I make things happen. And then as I'm mm. reading it, I was just like, oh, no, this sounds correct. <laughs> this sounds right. And then there was a little bit of disappointment that set in. And then prior to that, like around two years before that, I had got my life coaching certification. So I was like, hmm, well, maybe I can learn more about human design and use it with my clients because I was just like, this is amazing. Uh, I can show people so much. And that's how I started infusing it. Love. So for the people at home who are like, okay, y'all, like what is going on? Like, what are you talking about? Okay, let's get to like the bare bones basics. Like what is human design? So human design is a combination of astrology, the I Ching, Kabbalah, chakra system. Um, it's a combination of all of those. It was downloaded by Ra, um, who is the founder and the, the person who channeled the information to put human design together. So I like to say, um, I use my analogy, I have lots of analogies, um, and everybody's built something from Ikea. So this is the best analogy that I've come up with that I've been using for the last seven years is if astrology is a finished piece of Ikea furniture, then human design is the little instruction booklet on how to build the furniture. So your natal chart is kind of like the who, what, where, why, and human design is the how you do that. So it, I don't like to say that there are rules. Human design, each aura type, and we'll, I'm sure we'll get to that, has guidelines that if you stick to those guidelines um, or, you know, kind of the, the little trajectory for your aura type, it will be a lot easier in this lifetime to stay in alignment with your truth, with your destiny and the things that are supposed to be for you. I love that. The way that you describe it is so like, I feel like I, I had like a baseline understanding, but I don't think I had like the complexity of what you just gave. So thank you. Um, You're welcome. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> mind blown. Do you, okay. So it's five types, right? Yes. So, so there's like, okay. So technically some people will say four, um, but they're five. So there are the generator family, which are manifesting generators and pure generators, as you'll hear. 
um, there is not like pure generators are better. It's just that they are just, they just distinguish them that way. And then you have projectors like myself, then you have manifestors, then you have reflectors. So each aura type has guidelines that they follow in order for them to bring things into alignment um, for themselves. So when you look at the generator family, the generator family are, you're here to master things. So pure generators are here to master things over time. Manifesting generators are here to find shortcuts to mastery. And you do that through responding and then acting. So responding to things externally outside of yourself, and then you act. So a quick example is if you wanted to go on vacation, if you're a part of the generator family, instead of you just going and booking the vacation right away, you would be looking for signs externally outside of yourself. So say your boss came to you and said, hey, you have 45 unused vacation days, time to use them. Or you are listening to the radio or watching TV and then you see like, oh, come to Jamaica, come to the Caribbean, come to Florida. That would be an external sign for you to book that vacation. Then you have projectors and projectors are here to be invited, to be seen and to guide other people and then act. But the guidance is first, it has to be an invitation. Um, You have to wait for the invitation and wait to be invited into something to guide people in. Um, And I'd like to I'll I'll use some, you know, regardless if people like them or not, <laughs> I will use the Kardashians as a great example. <laughs> so Kris Jenner is a projector and all of her daughters are part of the generator family. So projectors are here to guide. They're here to direct. They're here to guide energy. They're here to guide creation. That's what projectors are here to do. And so that's their guidelines. Wait to be seen, wait to be invited, and then act. Life is so much easier with a great sense of humor. And no one ever said it had to be rated PG. Sometimes it just feels good to let out our inner smartass and drop a few F-bombs. Smartass and Sass is the subscription box meant for unashamed, mouthy human beings. Get your fix of brazen humor each month. Smartass and Sass items are curated and personally tested by the SNS team, a group of really mouthy mofos who want you to get a good laugh in your day. SNS partners with some of the best small businesses to bring you trendy and snarky items each month. I had so much fun receiving mine. It felt like having my favorite mouthy friend come to visit who just makes me feel liberated and lighthearted. They gave me maybe my favorite thing in the box were these really beautiful bookmarks that had really sassy sayings like back off I'm reading a book or I like big books and I cannot lie and they bring me so much joy every single day. It makes me want to give this to any friend who is going through a hard time and just needs to lighten up. You can subscribe at www.smartassandsass.com. Use code egram for 10% off your first subscription and shop orders. Now this cannot be combined with any other offer. It's one-time use only, but follow Smart Ass and Sass on social media for your daily dose of attitude. Then you have manifestors and manifestors are here to inform and then act. 
So they are here to inform us of the next steps that are happening. And then um, once they, you know, they're here to get things started. They're here to get the creation process started. Um, And then once they inform, then everything else kind of like happens. It's good for them to have people to help them. And then you have reflectors and reflectors are literally karmic mirrors. So any reflector, um, wherever they are, whatever environment they are, they reflect the health and wellness and state of their environment that they are placed in. So their guidelines are to wait 28 days and then act because they have to go through a full moon cycle to see how they feel in order for them to act accordingly. Um, Fun fact, I'm a manifesting generator. My husband is a reflector. And we're we're like basically polar opposites in terms of speed. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Um, I'm send him a, my love. I'm gonna give him a virtual <laughs> hug. Um, because he is sometimes on the struggle bus. I'm sure <laughs> energetically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It is like I'm constantly rushing him through, and he's constantly reminding me to slow down. Um, yeah. Okay. So we have these four slash five types. Mm-hmm. And then there's like all these other elements here, right? Like there's like your profile, inner- your inner authority. Yes. It's a lot of depth. So what we like to say in the human design community and what I like to say is worry about your strategy and your authority. Focus on that first Human design is a fascinating system. I love telling people about themselves through human design for sure. When people, you know, hire me for consulting, for coaching, or just for one-off sessions, love it, love it, love it, love it. However, when you're first coming to the system, the whole thing about it, which is really important because you can utilize it for your business. You can utilize it for dating, for relationships, for raising your children. But the biggest thing really is about embodying it and getting yourself back into alignment with who you truly are. So I tell people to just really focus on their strategy and your authority. So the strategy is the part that I went over first, like the responding and the acting. And then your authority is how you make decisions. So the two biggest ones, which I'll talk about because that's the majority of the population are either sacral or emotional authority people. So sacral people are only going to be found in the generator family if you're a manifesting generator or a generator. So because you have defined sacral centers. So if you're ever looking at your chart, it's the little red square that's closest to the bottom, that's a defined sacral center. So that means that you have sustainable energy. That doesn't mean you have all the energy. It just means that you have sustainable energy. And so if you are a sacral emotion, sacral authority, excuse me, that means that you make decisions in the moment. That means that you know what's right. You know what's wrong. You know what's yes. You know what's no. In the moments, it's a feeling that you feel in that moment when you're saying, yes, I want to do this or no, I don't want to do that. That is your 1000% truth. You don't need to think about it if you're a straight girl authority. If you're an emotional authority, which many of us are, um, regardless of your aura type, 
you need to think about it. You need to process it. You need to say to people, I love the favorite words I tell emotional authorities because I'm an emotional authority is let me get back to you. Or when can I get back to you? And it's really important for you to do that because you have to ride out your emotional wave. Because for an emotional authority at 12 o'clock, it might be yes. But then at 530, it's like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and then you that go back. the struggle and, of my life. Right. So you go back and forth with this. And so I always like to tell emotional authorities, it's almost like the ocean. You're waiting for like that moment where there's not really waves, the water's just moving and you can just walk into the water and just like, it's like maybe it's at your knee level or something like that. There's no waves crashing. It's not low tide. It's not high tide. It's just nice and even. That's what you're trying to make the decision in. Um, It's an unbiased emotion that you're making the decision in. That honestly, I feel like that's going to change my life because <laughs> I am like who, who I am at 10 o'clock in the morning is so different than who I am, you know, two two o'clock the next day. But if I like slow this process down, I just feel like that would be so helpful because it is, it's like, yeah, it feels really good in the moment. And I think it feels really good to get a yes from somebody or to say yes to somebody. That's so much more fun than saying no. <laughs> Oh, of course. But then like future me is like, what have you done? Like, why did you? Why did you commit to that? Right. Yeah. And emotional authority individuals have this, the toughest time because, you know, everyone wants to be seen, wants to be heard, wants to get invited, wants to respond to things. Um, But what emotional authorities have to realize is that there are, are sometimes we just don't feel like it. Um, And you're literally using that emotion and you have to be honest with yourself and say, hmm, this might not be the best opportunity for me right now. Not because I don't want to, but because, you know, it's just a no today. Um, Or maybe it's a no forever, but just getting more confident in that is a lot easier because you don't want to be saying yes to things that, you know, just don't light you up. Man, one of the things that I really love about human design, and and maybe it's like the way you speak about it specifically, but it feels like almost like, okay, here's who you are, right? Like you're born your type versus like Enneagram, right? Where you, you know, you kind of identify as a type or you come to understand yourself as a type. Um, It's like, this is astrological, like it's not changing. So here's how you can like lean into these natural giftings. Versus like, here's how you like work against yourself or how you should fix yourself or how you should change yourself. It's kind of like, this is how you can, this can be easier for you almost. Absolutely. It could be a lot easier for you. But I have this 80-20 rule, um, different from the other 80-20 rule, but when it comes to spirituality and spiritual modalities, I feel that 80% of these tools are accurate. They're accurate. The 20% of our socioeconomic status, the way we were raised, sometimes religion, experiences, trauma, that sometimes outweighs the 80%. So we have to have an understanding of the 20% in order for us to be open to receiving the 80%. Because sometimes many people come to these systems, and I'm sure with the Enneagram as well, through, you know, whether it's just challenges that you've had in your life. 
trauma or just experiences of living, privilege, non-privilege, all of that stuff. And then you're looking at this and you're like, that's not who I am. I can't identify with that. That is correct. You might not be able to. And I see this more, of course, in human design because, you know, you'll find someone like myself who's a projector who was raised by two generators And my life is about going out and making things happen because that's what I was taught. That's how I was raised. My parents have energy. They go out, they make things happen. They do stuff. You know, me as a black woman in America, you know, my life is different. So my parents also, you know, showed me that as well. So when I found out I'm a projector and I'm like, I have to wait to be invited. What are you talking about? That sounds crazy. And so you have to, there's a little bit of, a an actualization of okay this is who I was raised but this is also part of who I am as well and merging the two and doing it slowly because people you know just come in and then they identify like I'm a projector I'm this I'm that and it's just like don't forget about your 20% because that matters because that's part of who you are that I love that so much because it does it is like I think about a lot of my projector friends who kind of led kind of wanted to kind of led with that generator energy but then they would just exhaust themselves over and over and over again and then kind of crash and I would like watch this happen and then once they started to kind of learn human design it was like they were able to slow down and it's like they were giving less energy almost but that energy was put into the right places is that like a thing yes absolutely okay. so i'm like for, you can tell how little i know <laughs> no you know a lot because the manifesting generator energy is very powerful and strong mm-hmm. and it can sometimes be extremely overwhelming for projectors And Mm. the reason for that is, and well, I say overwhelming, and it also can make us very bitter because your friends probably watch you, especially in your business, cranking out things, doing things, all of that, making all of these things happen, multiple projects, all of that. And then they're looking, they're just like, I want to do that, but I literally don't have the energy to do so. Um, because it's it's just we're operating very differently. So yes, we have to slow mm-hmm. down. We have to be more intentional with our energy because when we're around other people, the projector energy is, you know, how we like to say in human design, it's a very penetrating energy. We see into people. So imagine mm-hmm. seeing into everyone that you're around, everyone that you encounter and picking up that those vibes, that feeling, that intensity all the time and then having to do your own work. Mm-hmm. That's hard. So yeah. the slowing down is more about solitude in the mind and solitude energetically. You know, I I think about how in 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 a sense, because one of my best friends is a projector and he is very good at going deep. And or like, I wouldn't say like deep in sense of like, he'll pick one thing and he'll go all in on it. And um, I'm not like that, right? Like I'm like, I have all these different areas of interest, all of these different ideas and I follow them and I flow with them and I'll do like 30 things at one time. And for a while, especially kind of through my work with the Enneagram, I would feel 
um, some shame around that because sevens have a reputation for starting and stopping things. And I lead with type seven. So this like working on starting, stopping, I would, I was feeling like down on myself a little bit and learning about human design and being kind of like, that's your calling. Like that whole, like, listen to your interests, follow your, what satisfies you. Like that kind of set me free from comparison, right? Like of friends who had completely different business models, completely different ways of being, it almost releases the pressure to be different than I am. Right. And that's why I love human design because it releases the pressure. And yes, your best friend, he goes deep because that's what we're we're here to penetrate. So we're going to go and, you know, if I'm learning how to bake a cake. I use a lot of baking references. I cannot bake, by the way. <laughs> I use lots of baking references. It's probably like a s- small hidden subconscious desire to be like on you know, a cooking show baking. But so when I want to, if I, when I want to learn how to bake, I'm going to go deep with it. I want to learn the science of baking. I'm going to learn if I use a specific type of chocolate, how that makes a difference in things, all of that stuff. So that is why the projector, why they always say, and you always hear projectors are really here to guide generators and manifesting generators. Because of that, um, you guys have the life force energy to go out and execute. And so when, you know, I always tell projectors, because projectors, we, we have a kind of card. It was like, oh, we're waiting for these big moments, these big invitations. And I tell projectors to just keep on showing up for yourself. Keep on um, listening to your gut, to your guides, to your intuition, um, and keep on focusing on what you love doing. And the more you can do that, that's when you'll start getting recognized. Okay. So I'm listening. I'm someone who's, you know, I'm, I'm here tuned in. I'm, I'm like interested. I'm fascinated. Where do I start? So I would start, of course, with finding out your aura type. You do need your birth time. Um, if you don't know the exact birth time, you need to get as close as possible within two hours. And then what people like doing is I have a podcast is my aura on straight. And I, at the beginning, when I first started my podcast, it was just straight human design information. Who's the best person to date? What your profile is and what people do is they just start from the beginning (laughs) and then they just go through. And then I would also, you know, after you learn the basics is um, I offer a, a mini course on you, human design essentials. And then if you wanted to go step deeper and really do specific stuff, of course, reach out to me for um, a voice of truth session where we go over your chart specifically. Okay. Amazing. I love the name voice of truth session. It makes me like, I want that. It's it's phenomenal. People love them. <laughs> mm. Okay. So are you ready for rapid fire questions? Okay. Is there anything lingering? Like I want to make sure this gets said before we do that. I want to make sure I didn't. No. The only thing that's lingering, I would say, is focus on your strategy and your authority. Don't fall down the rabbit hole, which you will, um, but catch yourself. And know that the way to understand and really embody your human design is by being, is by being in every day, 
looking at some of the past of your life, looking at the present, not worrying about the future, but going back and kind of connecting the dots to the instances that make sense when you start reading about or hearing about your aura type. Love. Okay. (sighs) Are you ready for rapid fire? Yes, let's get it. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Um, The first book that comes to mind. The Seed of the Soul by Gary Zukov. I have no idea why Mm, that just popped in my mind. Hmm. Okay. A favorite song. Um, oh, favorite song. Uh, Barbara Streisand, Here's to Life. Mm-hmm. Something you wish people knew about you. Wow. Um, that I am a genius. <laughs> sorry. That's so like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. That's, sorry. That's I am so here for that. <laughs> I am so here I'm for a that. genius. I agree. Yes. Um, Your dream day, what are you doing? Oh my gosh. I am getting a massage. Um, Then I am going on a long walk to, you know, like a nice fancy mall where there is shops and I'm buying things and I'm going to have a really amazing meal at like a five-star restaurant. Love. Your final meal, what are you eating? Final meal? Oh, man. Um, probably a dry age ribeye and lobster with sauteed spinach, scalloped potatoes, <laughs> and lobster mac and cheese. And then I am having a lovely, lovely um probably flowerless chocolate tort. You understood the assignment <laughs> on that one. You yeah. nailed that. Perfect. Okay. Your food for thoughts is something you would hope people to kind of leave thinking about today. One of my favorite things to say is um, your soul came here to do a job. It's your responsibility to complete the miss- mission. Will you say that one more time? Yes. Your soul came here to do a job. It's your responsibility to complete the mission. And AC, where can we keep in touch? Where can we find your human design course your, or sign up for a voice of truth session? You can What's find my human design course on my website at acbrown.com. My voice of truth session, it's the link is in my bio on my Instagram at acbrown. Um, and if you don't see it, you can just DM me and I'll send you the link or you can email me from my website. And we will put all the links in the show notes so y'all can easily find what you're looking for. Get in touch with AC. Um, AC, thank you so much for doing this. This was absolutely lovely and informative. Thank you for having me. I am so obsessed with always figuring out me as a five and <laughs> it's like my whole life is like, oh, this makes so much sense. <laughs> oh, I feel you. 